0: Welcome to Monmouth Monthly, a peek into the heart of the Willamette Valley. Each month, we will bring you updates of the things happening in and around town, brought to you by the people who help make it happen. I am your host, Saber Jewel. And welcome back to Monmouth Monthly. I want to thank everybody for joining us this week because we have two incredible guests. It is Western Oregon University focus because we are wrapping up our summer, rapidly approaching towards fall. So I wanted to welcome a couple of folks who are going to talk about some of the things that are going to be going on in the fall so that you can come and get involved and all the things that are happening right in your backyard. So first, I would like to welcome the director of sports performance, Corey Metzger, and she is also the senior women's administrator at Western Oregon University. So welcome to Monmouth Monthly, Corey. Thanks for having me, Corey. Tell me a little bit about how you ended up here in Monmouth, Oregon.
1: I grew up in Southeast Alaska and got into sports early on in in my life, and that kind of took me into college where I downhill ski race and played soccer at a D2 university in Colorado. And then from there, got the opportunity to be a grad assistant, get my master's done at Western Michigan University as a, a strength and conditioning coach. And, and that started my career, went from Western Michigan University to uh, Ohio State University, and then to Colorado State University as an assistant strength and conditioning coach to Washington State University as the associate director of strength and conditioning. And from there, uh, Western Oregon University um, wanted me to start their strength and conditioning program. And I thought I'd be here a year or two, start the program, get it on its feet and, and move on. But uh, that was 12 years ago.
0: So you began the entire sports performance program at Western. That's that's all your work. I did. That had to have been an incredible undertaking. Is that the first time in your career you had ever thought that, I mean, had you ever worked on a sports performance program at a university from the ground up like that?
1: No. Everywhere I've ever been, you know, I always got hired uh, as an assistant. And so I didn't really know what I was getting myself into when I looked at this job and and ultimately took it. I think that the challenge of uh, starting the program was what really made me interested. And then I came on campus for an interview and really didn't think I was going to take the job. But once I came on campus, I just went, wow, I, I really like it here. So there was really nothing in place. There was no policies, procedures. There was a "Quote unquote weight room. It was a dump. It was awful. It was not taken care of, and and so it was something that I really at first didn't know what I was getting into. And then, Mm -hmm. as the years have evolved, I look back at those years and it kind of makes me emotional because it's it's really when I think back to those years, they you know they'd never had any structure, discipline. Um, They'd never had anyone telling them what to do you know, in the weight room, there wasn't a sports performance. It was just, you go into the weight room and you lift a little bit. And it, it's, uh, evolved immensely from, you know, from the, from weights to it's, it's its whole entity. It's the sports performance. And we do, you know, every facet of training for our student athletes. And, um, it's, it's so much fun. We, we just, but looking back, there's days I left, That first year I left Wu driving back to where I was staying and just went, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. It, It was, it was a lot. And, um, but 12 years later, I, it's my baby. I love it here. What outside of
0: sports performance helps sustain that relationship for you? Is it the community? Was it the university?
1: It's what? absolutely the community. Yeah. I, I, th- I've, I, I grew up in a small town in Alaska and, and I, and then I went to a small town for college at a, at uh, Fort Lewis college in Durango, Colorado. And it had the, that same feel, you know, people know who you are and, and I love that. The first two years, I think that I was here, I lived about 30 minutes away and that was, um, not that fun. You know, I realized that I really, like being a part of the community and so now I'm raising my 10 year old daughter here I'm a single mom and uh, it's a great place to raise her we have some amazing people in this community that help and and the support for western Oregon athletics within this community as well is something that is so much fun I just I love 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 Saturdays and Thursday night games and you know all of it it's so fun
0: I'm sure you're aware of how loved and appreciated you are in the program. I don't know if you're aware of what people say about you out in the community about your love of the students and that you give them all personalized workout programs. Each one of your student-athletes gets a very personalized workout program based on their needs, uh, their abilities, and their goals. Correct. Is that yep. typical for a sports performance coach yeah. or, or director to do that?
1: Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's different everywhere you go. Every strength and conditioning coach is different in how they um, perceive what their role is, and and I think here at Western Oregon, something that I love so much about it is that you you have a, a really direct impact on the kind of the growth of these student athletes' lives, and. At, you know, at a bigger university, D1, D one, um, D, you know, you're you're a little bit more just one piece of the puzzle. Whereas here, because we don't have the resources for all those positions, um, we play a little bit bigger role in their um, in their lives. I think, and that's something that I love. I love seeing them grow and and evolve and and you know, not just get stronger, but you know, become more disciplined, become grow up, you know, grow up, and and that is they become a part of my family, Reba's family. And and that's something that I really love. So
0: yeah, we are very lucky to have a town with a bunch of student athletes in it because they really do create such a, a ripple effect of impact from absolutely. their community service that they do. Yep. Uh, so many of our student athletes work full time, yes. go to school full time. Yes. They're just mm-hmm. they're made up of a very special fiber. They so. are absolutely. So appreciate all the work that you're doing with them outside of creating these plans. What are some of the other day to day things that you're doing with the teams?
1: Well, um, a lot of it is we have 14 sports, so it's uh, scheduling. You know, they're their times in the weight room it's it's uh, managing my assistants it's working with athletic trainers to make sure that the athletes that are injured are, are doing what they need to be doing to get back on the field or the court or the pitch and then there's the nutritional side of it because we don't have a sports nutritionist on staff so we we meet with them with kids that need need a little bit more work with with that it's working with our administration to focus on what we can be doing better to you know to increase our resources it's working with foundation it's working with all, you know, all facets of, of the university to make sure our student athletes have everything that they need.
0: And what do they need that they're not currently getting right now? What are some of the, the needs that if folks are interested in in helping this program or being a part of the success of this program, what are some ways that
1: folks could help with that? I mean, giving every time you give to Western Oregon Athletics in any way, it, it can go towards scholarships. It can go to helping us with our travel. You know, football moved into the Lone Star last year, which has been amazing. It has brought our reach to, you know to a broader area of this of this country which is really cool the athletes that were now more that are now more interested in in western oregon are you know texas and and arizona and it's just it's broadened our reach and so more people know about us which is really cool this year we have the biggest i think the biggest incoming football size this fall that we've ever had but with that comes needs we have to travel uh far you know these kids we leave at two three in the morning on friday mornings and we don't get back till sunday evening sometimes that's a lot of travel for them so you know the travel the food i mean even just you know just to feed them and you know they don't get training table they they feed themselves and so giving towards just uniforms and and food and and scholarships i mean scholarships is is you know a, a main area but any any little bit helps any little bit helps Anything to alleviate all the work that they're doing on the
0: field and in the classroom and at our local Dutch brothers and at our Easty Beasty and all of our other eateries, restaurants and Mm -hmm. some of our other organizations around Mm -hmm. town. So you mentioned the football team joining the Lone Star. Mm -hmm. This will be our second season as a part of that conference. Uh, We've got a new man, men's soccer coach Mm -hmm. on board. We've got a new women's head coach, Mm -hmm. assistant coach for basketball. What else is there to be excited about, coach?
1: What else is going on? It is just I mean, I'm I'm. Thrilled with um with how this fall is going so far. We have like you said, well, Aaron Ferguson, uh, our last game of the season. It was a nail biter, but we got our hundredth win. He got his hundredth hundredth win, I should say, and that was super exciting. He is he is an amazing human, even greater coach, and I love working with him. He he does a great job, and I think that the the teams that we play at home this year. I think we have five home games that are going to be a lot of fun really really good talent that's coming Um, here to play us. And and we have good talent as well to match that. And so that's going to be really, really exciting. Uh, People need to come out and watch that, you know, those games at MacArthur Stadium, because they it's a lot of fun, the tailgating the games themselves. It is it's a blast. Um, Volleyball, we're in our second year with uh, Coach Kyo, and he is fantastic. He is so positive and upbeat. And I think he's gonna really um, do some great things with that program men's soccer. Coach Bannick is rad. I mean, he is just rad. He is hilarious and intense. And um, he is going to take this program to the top for sure and so I'm very very excited about that and the new um, group of men's soccer players that we have coming in and and then women's soccer we're right on the cusp of like really being the you know that next level and and uh, we have a great group of seniors that I'm going to be very sad to see go but hopefully we'll have a lot of success with them this this fall and and then cross country Zach Holloway is is fantastic Um, now he's the new head men's and women's cross country coach so that is exciting that just um was made official i believe and so he is a fantastic person and coach and so there'll be some fun races meets out out on ash creek course so yeah so those are some things that i'm very very excited about and can't wait to watch many many days and nights of of athletics this fall
0: right and and just so many returning coaches as well. Like you mentioned, Zach and Mm -hmm. Casey Bingham and her soccer team and West West for the men's basketball program. We are just, we're really lucky to have all this stuff right here. Monmouth, so many great sports, indoor, outdoor, you Mm -hmm. get it all. Mm -hmm. And like you said, that tailgating uh, should not be missed. I know Wolves club uh, is coming up, being Mm -hmm. able to participate in that. I know that that's Randy Lytum's program. Do you have any details on Wolves club about when people should be looking out to, to get that going for themselves? If they are, uh, have already been a member or if they'd like to become a member.
1: Yeah, get joined up anytime. That's um that's a really neat way to get involved. Um you get a parking spot for tailgating, you get gear, you get behind the scenes info and and action with the with meeting the student athletes. So, you know, that money goes towards raising money for our program which is which is really needed and you get something out of it. So, that's on I think just woowolves.com and you can sign up there
0: excellent and if you haven't been inside of the basketball gym there's a new floor in there it's relatively new
1: it's almost a year old i imagine so it's bright new lights it's uh, such a great atmosphere in there it's great in there.
0: so highlight all those folks that have also so many good local sponsors that have come in there and and taken Mm -hmm. care of the athletics program so Corey, are people able to go ahead and get football tickets i know not all Mm -hmm. sports athletic tickets are available right Mm -hmm. now but are
1: are the football season tickets available Uh, yes football season tickets are available i I believe the soccer, both soccers are available and I don't know if women's and men's basketball are out yet, but for sure football and the soccer's tickets are available.
0: All right. So you heard it here first, everybody. It is time for y'all to get signed up for the Wolves Club for the upcoming fall sports seasons. But Corey, thank you so much for joining us today on Monmouth Monthly. And we look forward to uh, being a champion out in the stands for you. And I will definitely be tailgating. I am buying a spot (laughs) this year and I'm looking forward to it. So thank you so much for being a part of this today. Thank you for having me. All right. And our next guest right now on Monmouth Monthly is Andy Mooring. And Andy is the director of Smith Fine Arts. I had the pleasure of working with Andy when I was at Western Oregon University. At that time, she was the assistant to the director of Smith Fine Arts, and she was a lifesaver a million times over when we were working on the Woo Athletic Auction. So it is a delight to have her in this position and welcome her today to Monmouth Monthly. Andy, welcome.
2: Hi, Sabra. Thank you.
0: I, d- I gave away a little bit of your history, Andy. People already can tell that you're a Woo graduate, but let's, let's do a little deeper dive, what brought you to Monmouth and and what's going on now that you're here?
2: Yeah, so I I grew up in Marietta, California and came to Western Oregon University for the American Sign Language Program and then promptly, like very promptly, decided that interpreting was not for me and switched my major to theater and math education and then also learned that education was not for me and switched to, uh, I graduated in June of 2022 with my degree in theater and math with a minor in ASL. So I uh, I really enjoyed my experience at WU. It was a, a big move from home. Uh, that drive is like 18 hours, and I've only made it once. But uh, yeah, I'm really happy with my experience at WU. I started at uh, inside of the WU Foundation. I started as a gentle House student representative in 2018 that fall and was Promoted to the General House student manager when the person who had that role left. And then after that, I took on the job as program assistant for the Smith Fine Arts Series and held that job for two years until I graduated. So I started with the Smith Fine Arts Series in March of 2020. My first day was supposed to be the first show that got canceled in March of 2020, which was a a weird time. Yeah, Uh, it, it was super strange. So that's me.
0: Yeah, and that's about the time I started at Western as well. And it was definitely uh, an interesting time to be in a new place. Um, Theater and Math quite a combination of skill sets. I, I hear that a lot. I was about to say, I bet this is not the first time you've heard that. Uh, what? How do you use math in your theater work now or in your job now or do you?
2: I don't really. It was just something that I enjoyed. Uh, I was passionate about math. I really enjoyed it all through high school. Really, it was just something that I was good at and decided that I wanted to take more classes and learn more about it, and that's also how I chose theater. I had no intention of following a career in theater, uh, nor in math, and so it was really just about, I need to get some sort of degree, so I might as well do the things that I enjoy, and uh, theater and math were that, and I really, my math classes were just some of my favorite that I've taken here.
0: Maybe it's not so strange. Maybe you're just a balanced person, and the rest of us need to to get more balanced. I think that's that's what what I always say. And so you you came across theater and the arts. I remember I think when I met you, you were doing some like combat blocking classes that I thought was super cool.
2: Yeah, we uh, we did a lot of stage combat classes. There was about one a year, sometimes two, depending on how the schedule all worked out. And those were incredible. They were so much fun. Uh, the only problem was that I would have to change each day because then I went to my office job in the Wu Foundation uh, and it's it was just so much fun. We learned how to safely Uh, combat each other Uh, the only problem is one of the things that one of the perks of taking a stage combat class is that then you're able to test in that weapon or uh, hand to hand and if you don't test then you're not allowed to put it on your resume that you are an actor combatant in that skill you can put that you took a class in it but you can't put that you're officially certified Um, and all of our uh, combat tests were scheduled for March of 2020 So uh, that never happened for me, but I I do have training in uh, Sword and Shield, Rapier and Dagger, and Broadsword. Wow. Okay.
0: And what are some of the other classes that you took that had an impact? That one had an impact on me, and I didn't even take it. But what were some of the ones that you really remember and love?
2: My favorite class, or the class that I re- reference when I'm asked what my favorite class was, it, is Geometry, actually. And I hated it in middle school. It was not fun. I did not enjoy it. Um, but this class, we we learned Euclid's axioms, and we kind of built geometry from the, the base definitions up. And I just love learning how things work. So that was a really incredible experience for me. And then another class that stands out is Ryan Hickerson's philosophy class. And Ryan's actually a Smith Fine Arts Series subscriber, so thanks, Ryan. But I I just had such a a blast in that class. Ethics, in particular, was just a a really good time to learn about and that that class was so enjoyable and Ryan's been such a big supporter of mine personally he's attended a lot of the plays that I've been in he's a Smith Fine Arts Series supporter which that started long before I was a Smith Fine Arts Series employee but yeah so that was a a really great experience for me as well.
0: So now that you're the director it's pretty exciting because you are responsible alongside your board with organizing uh, the series ahead.
2: Yes, yes I am. So we have a really incredible series lined up. Uh, We've got... LaDama coming in on October 6th. They are a Latin alternative band. It's four women from four different countries that come together to create music. I'm super excited about them. And then on December 2nd, we have Never Come Down. They're a local Oregon group, so some of you might recognize them already from seeing them in Bend or Eugene or wherever. And, And then in January, January 19th, we have Rainbow Dance Theater coming back to grace our stage again. I saw a snippet of the show they'll be bringing at the spring dance concert in the spring at Wu, and they have a robot dog that will be joining them and I'm just so excited for everyone to see that and get to experience that like I did so yeah they're coming on January 19th and then we have and then Saturday March 16th we have Lila Bialy and she is a singer-songwriter slash jazz pop artist this is another jazz vocalist that We've had a couple in the last couple of years that have just been really incredible. They they bring a lot to our audience, and yeah, I think think that she's going to be really great. And then uh, April 6th, we have Reverie Road. They're another Celtic group, which Celtic groups are just so popular with our audiences. And I think everyone is just uh, excited about Celtic music right now. They are kind of a mashup of a couple former Celtic bands that have some popularity. So Reverie Road is coming on April 6th, and we're super excited to have them with their eclectic Celtic combinations. And then June 8th, we have the Makaha Sons coming from Hawaii, and they have traditional Hawaiian music. They're probably the ones that I've listened to the most uh, from this upcoming season because just their music makes me feel so good inside. I, I just feel calm and happy. And yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying listening to them. So that's that's our full season. We've got a really incredible season lined up and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Sounds awesome, Andy. And those shows are Saturdays at 7.30 p.m. Is that curtain for those?
2: There are a couple that are Fridays, but yes, those are all 7.30 p.m. in the Rice Auditorium on Western Oregon University's campus.
0: Fantastic. And you can buy season tickets in advance or individual tickets in advance at the box office or online?
2: You can buy both in all ways. Season tickets are now on sale, so if you would like to purchase a season subscription, you can either go on to our website at SmithfineArts.org or contact us at SmithfineArts at Woo.edu and we can make sure to get that set up for you. Or you can buy single tickets online as well at this point. Some of the seats are currently blocked off for our season subscribers who are returning to get their typical seats. But if you become a season subscriber this year, you will have guarantee that you will get to keep your same seats next year or have priority to pick new seats moving forward.
0: Ooh, I love that perk about being a subscriber. That's one of my favorite things is getting to know that your seats are taken care of. You don't have to worry about it. You can enjoy it for the whole season. And these shows are all ages are acceptable to these shows at these family-friendly events.
2: They are all family-friendly this year. Yep. We have had some shows in the past that aren't totally family-friendly, but these these shows are all all ages are welcome and encouraged. And it's not a sit in your seat and pay close attention. We have people up in the aisles dancing, uh, standing right down in front of the stage dancing. And it's a it's a really incredible experience to be a part of.
0: And so students at Western Oregon, do they get access to free tickets?
2: They do, yeah. As a as a perk of being a Western Oregon University student, all Wu students get access to free tickets and then non-Wu students, so any one K through college, as long as they show a student ID, they receive ten dollar tickets. Fantastic at a dis- discounted price.
0: That is wonderful. And it's worth every penny. Smith Fine Arts in the series is a gym alongside Western Oregon University's athletics. It's just one of those great benefits of having a college. College in your backyard. I cannot stress that enough. Andy, you're also an actor yourself. I am. You just wrapped up Winter's Tale at Eola Winery. Do you have any other projects coming down the road for yourself personally that we could look forward to?
2: I do not, and I wish I did. But as the, the season gets rolling, I'm going to be far too busy to be able to participate in anything like that.
0: It's true with rehearsals and everything. Some, I bet part of you looks forward to getting to the other side of the series so you can can scratch that, that itch and performance yourself. So we've mentioned ways to get involved to be a subscriber as a great way to help the theater and the Smith Fine Arts programs. What other ways can people help support your program?
2: Well, we have this, uh, this really incredible fundraising event that we host every year. It is the Embrace the Music auction. And it has been online the last couple of years due to COVID. And just not being able to, when I stepped into this position, the the person left shortly before the auction was supposed to be scheduled for. So we ended up doing another online auction this year, despite having plans for an in-person auction. In just two months, we have our live and in-person Smith Fine Art Series auction. It is November 12th. Uh, it's going to be a really incredible event. It's the first one in person since COVID.
0: Where is that auction going to be held?
2: Uh, It's going to be held in the Pacific Room in the Werner University Center on campus. And you can find more information on our website at smithfinearts.org and uh, learn more about how you can support that auction with your attendance, with your donations, with your purchasing items online, because we will have an online auction leading up to the event the week prior. So there are all kinds of ways to support if you're near or far. And yeah. Yeah.
0: I think about your auction and I think about all the desserts. I hope there's going to be pies and cakes again this year because truly that is all I bid on are pies and cakes. So we
2: will be bringing back the dessert dash. And I've you are not the first person who's asked me that. So we're super excited for it.
0: I'm telling you, y'all, you're missing out. Well, thank you, Andy, for being a part of Monmouth Monthly. We are looking forward to the season ahead. Just to remind everybody about what we talked about today, there is so much going on with fall at Western Oregon University, as there always is when our students students return, but the beauty of having all this is that the activities are not just for our student population, it's for our entire community. And just a reminder, you can join the Wolves Club or attend any of the Western Oregon University athletics events just by visiting woowolves.com. You can get your tickets, you can get signed on to be a part of the Wolves Club and learn more about all of the different programs that we have, the returning coaches and some of our brand new coaches as well. Just to remind you, Smith Fine Arts Series does kick off on October 6th with LaDama. You can also catch Smith Fine Arts Series on December 2nd, January 19th, March 16th, April 6th And it will close out on January 8th. Please don't hesitate to visit the Smith Fine Arts website to learn how to be a subscriber so that you can secure your tickets year after year. Or if you just want to purchase individual tickets to a certain show that's caught your eye. Andy would love to challenge everybody to come out and hear something different this year. Something they've never thought they would experience before. And take a ride in Smith Fine Arts and see how you like it. Also, don't forget there's ways to support Smith Fine Arts through their auction on November 12th. You can come and be in person at the Pacific Room and Western Oregon University. So go to the Smith Fine Arts website to learn more about how to get tickets, how to be a subscriber, and how to participate in that event. Again, thank you for tuning in to Monmouth Monthly. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, tell a friend. And also, don't forget to tune in next month. We are going to be talking History and Mystery with Marilyn Morton. And also Amy Lemko is part of our Historic Commission about some of the things that we are going to be doing in October that are spooky, fun, for the whole family. Again, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. for joining us for monmouth monthly my name is saber jewel our music is catching up by chill study and we recorded indie commons which is a co-working community in independence oregon please find us wherever you find podcasts rate review tell a friend and we will see you next month